This is so weird. Okay. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to It's Literally Fine, the podcast coming to you live <laughs> over Zoom. I'm in Aurora right now. Marie Papadak is here, one of your co-hosts. And Emily is on the other side in Oshawa. Yeah, the dirty, dirty schwa. In the we dirty schwa. It. Now, you guys yeah. are probably wondering, why the hell are they recording on Zoom? What's going on? Why do they take a week off? Guys, explain. Uh. M. I'm just going to throw it over to you. Explain. Yeah. So basically everyone obviously this year has been, uh, knows about what the coronavirus is, I would hope. Um, but yeah, for the summer, it wasn't really like a thing that was extremely, I guess, prominent in our lives. Like we were extremely careful and we were always able to record together at my house downtown. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Uh, the last two weeks, I sadly came in contact with someone who did contract coronavirus the first person I knew in seven months to get it like crazy. Yeah. So I had to leave my house downtown and now I'm in a hotel in Oshawa. This is my fifth day in, in self-isolation monitoring my health basically. Um, but yeah, we, so we had to take a break from the pod last week. It was a little too hectic. It was a big, big, long week. It was, of, um, it was definitely interesting right. for the moment you called me to the moment yeah. now. So I was at a cottage last weekend with 10 of my friends and obviously Em and I always talk. So we were texting throughout the weekend and I was sitting, it was literally what, like 11 PM at night. I was like outside yeah. by the bonfire chilling and I get a text from Em and she's like, the guy who lives downstairs has COVID. And yeah. I'm like, Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. It's just so unfortunate that like, this is the way it's, um, played out uh because obviously that meant that there were other people involved in this that were indirectly affected obviously and had to change their work schedules get tested and a lot of things were um put on hold um in terms of like what we would want to be doing kind of thing so we just thought it was best to take a, a break from the pod last week just to regroup and have like a little bit less of a stress this week uh because it was stressful in itself but now we're back and I'm still in self-isolation. So great. It's high, great. high spirits here. High spirits. So yeah. So yeah, that's basically I don't, know, I don't know how you're doing it in a hotel. I am at home. What? I still feel like I have cabin fever, let alone you haven't left a room. And so have you been keeping yourself occupied? Like I, I know, like tell tell our viewers, tell our listeners, have you been keeping yourself occupied? Well, during the week I could work because I worked my nine to five. So I was given the option to work from home this week, which is obviously amazing. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I worked from home. So I was like busy throughout the day, which made the day go by faster, which I appreciated. Um, however, the evenings I would just like work out and get my mom and dad to deliver me dinner. They're literally <laughs> saints. Like, I don't know what I did to deserve them as parents. Like they are so amazing, but they've been delivering me groceries and dinner while I'm in self-isolation. So yeah, that's been obviously great. So other than that, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, bored out of my mind, like literally just watching Netflix. I've been sleeping in because I'm trying to waste the day away, obviously, to count down to leaving the hotel. Um, but I did get tested on Friday morning at Lake Ridge Health in Oshawa. So I'm just waiting to hear results back from that. Hopefully they're negative and then I can go home to my family. Uh, my family's house is in Oshawa. So yeah, let's let's hope. Fingers crossed for Fingers at least crossed. Tuesday. Yeah. 
haven't well, heard anything back. Yet. Speaking about testing, you and I both have been tested a numerous amount of times. Yeah. I've been tested a lot for work. I think collectively now I've been tested seven times all wow. around. And I yeah. think you have what, four or five now? Yeah, four. Yeah. Four. So the test, the testing centers, testing. I hate it. It's not fun. I've been tested two different ways. I've had the one where like they go all the way like up one side. And then I've also had one where they do both sides and they leave it in there for 15 seconds each side. So I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not fun. But the fact that no. there's little kids doing it now, you almost have to suck it up and be like, I agree. Grow up. You're a grown ass woman. <laughs> do the test and go home. So obviously I know a lot of people are like scared about the testing. If you haven't been tested, I'm not going to lie. It's not comfortable, but it's not like you don't need to like freak out. You don't need to be nervous. It's literally like you're in and out within like it's literally fine. It's literally fine. for real. It's literally fine. There's nothing to be worried about. Like it's so yeah. easy. So if you are thinking about going to get tested, coming from two people who've done a numerous amount of times, I promise you it's, it's not bad at all. But yeah, over the past few weeks and months, I've been talking about how bad these test centers and these hospitals are. Yeah. The amount of time that it takes for you to get your results, the amount of times they lose your results, the amount of confusion there is as to what you should do is, is mind boggling. And I know and you, you really faced it a lot recently, especially with like going into quarantine right now, self-isolation. Mm -hmm. Talk to us a little bit about like your experience and like how bad it was when you had gone for your most recent test. Well, yeah, I think I went into it thinking that my most recent test would be a breeze because mm -hmm. when I went in June and July to get tested, I waited in line for an hour max and then got my results in less than like less than a day. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll know if I have it or not in a day. Great. So no, um, not the case, but obviously I could have known that from the news. Like they've been saying that test centers are obviously very backed up right now with a lot more people testing with back yeah. to school and everything like that. So when I went to St. Mike's on a Sunday, which is obviously the weekend too, got to take that into consideration. I stood in line for three and a half hours, twiddling my thumbs, like literally pondering my life because I'm like, why has this come to this? I'm standing in line for a COVID-19 test swab for three and a half hours in an alleyway downtown Toronto. See, like, that's, that's awful. And you know what's, you know what's even worse is Toronto's bad. But if yeah. you come up here to Aurora, I had one of my friends who had gone to South Lake. They sent her to Aurelia and she waited in a drive through one for five hours. And then they that's lost her insane. test. So she had to go get retested. I just think they're really and She was waiting right to now. go to work. Like she had to get this test for work. So imagine if you need to get this test for something that's that's like a very important in your life. You need to get paid. You need to go to work. You can't go without it. And this is the outcome. Yeah. And I think that like, I mean, obviously we don't know everything that's going on with the healthcare system, especially in Ontario right now, but I do think that there should be, there should have been some level of planning going into the fall because 
everyone's freaking out that cases are rising, but it's like, well, obviously we already knew this was coming back. You knew this was going they to were happen. The so, second wave since the first wave happened. So it's like May. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And like when they say they're backlogged and it could take up to five days, I'm like, but how, like you guys knew this was going to happen. So where was the preparation for this? The last three months. Like, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense, but we don't know everything, like I said. So like, maybe there is like underlying factors involved in everything. Like you said, though, there are little kids getting tested too, which is honestly made me so feel sad. like I needed to figure it out basically in line so because sad. these little, little tiny six-year-olds with their little masks on crying. And I'm like, oh my God, like, I can't even complain. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like, I can't imagine going through that as a child. So I'm glad that 2020, I was not five. Yeah. Well, basically, congratulations on not being fine. No, but yeah. obviously, like it just sounds like we're complaining about this whole thing. Like, obviously, like no one's happy about this. But if you need to go get tested, like I highly recommend you do so. You got to be patient. Everyone's frustrated, but I think a lot of people are wondering, like, how often do they get tested? What do they do now? Especially people right. our age, because what are they saying? Like, eighty percent of the cases are people our age, and. What's freaky is from the moment you had texted me last weekend or whatever it was two weeks ago, last weekend, right? Yeah, it was a week week ago, yeah. A week ago. A week ago. I know seven different people my age who all have it. And yeah, it's from that day on, I know five now. So it's like, you know, in the span of a week, but I will say that like, honestly, testing is a lot better if you make an appointment. Like I had my Lake Ridge appointment booked on um, this past Friday and I waited in line for five minutes, went in, had the swab and left. I was back in my hotel in like literally 15 minutes. So right. if you have symptoms or you've been in contact with someone with coronavirus, you can make appointments and they will take you within days. Because obviously if you've been in contact, you're showing symptoms of the virus they're going to want to get you results and they want you to obviously test. So, you know, so that's the only thing. The the big question I've been getting is like the asymptomatic cases. What if I don't have symptoms, but I want to get tested? Unfortunately, you got to lie or you can't. (laughs) Yeah. It's two options because in the summer I could go to Western and I went to Western twice because I had anxiety straight up. Like I just said, I'm here because I have anxiety and I want to get tested. No problem. That's not the case anymore because there's so many more people testing and lines are so much longer. If you don't have symptoms or you haven't been in contact, they don't think you should be testing at all. No. Which I don't think in like hindsight is the it's, greatest idea. I agree. Because not a lot of people show symptoms. My friend that literally had it that I had to move away from has no symptoms now, yeah. but is positive for the virus. So it's one of those things. I think I'm not really sure how to navigate that portion of it, but I would just say, obviously, so you don't have to test, just like limit your social bubble and limit who you see. The downtown core is a hotspot right now. It's not good. It's also shutting down. It's shutting down. I think like for especially people our age, like I know you and I have talked about it a lot. I've talked about it with like some of my best friends, like my family, like it's time to just like buckle down. I think like in order for us to like get our lives normal again, like I think everybody needs to just be like, we don't need to go out all the time. We don't need to be out with our friends all the time. Like try and stay home, keep your bubble small um, with like your certain amount of friends. And that's it. Because yeah. if you're trying to like 
keep your own sanity. I think that's the best way to do it. Obviously, like I'm not gonna lie, still gone to restaurants. I went to one this weekend. It was my mom's yeah. birthday, so we went out. Like obviously, there's like certain things you still want to do, but I'm saying like don't be throwing a party in your house. I mean, yeah, that should be a no-brainer at this point. Um, I yeah, I just it's weird because the summer I think that I was a little bit more naive to the virus and very like um, it's there but it's not there you know what I mean like I'll take safety measures um to make sure I don't get it and no one around me gets it however how many people really do have it in the downtown core like it's more of a numbers game like oh only 20 people tested positive well there's about whatever amount of people downtown very low chance I get it you know what I mean just trying to live obviously my best summer life I would say um but now that things are a lot worse that it does really open your eyes when you've been uh, directly exposed to someone who has it and is experiencing the, the symptoms of the virus because it is a very real thing and it is very serious and it affects people in different ways. Just because the person I know who has it isn't experiencing symptoms doesn't mean that I wouldn't or doesn't mean that you wouldn't experience the exact same, the same way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So no, for sure, you just got to be careful, but that's about no, it. Definitely. Now, yeah. It's, it's not easy to live in this time. And everyone's talking about like lockdown number two. I know right. like they're planning on shutting down a lot of like the bars and um, restaurant bars downtown. And I really mm-hmm. feel for people who own bars and who own clubs and, and yeah. all of that right now, because they're, they're hurting. Everyone's hurting. Yeah. But if we go into a second lockdown, are you going to be Okay. Cause I keep asking myself that question. Um, you know, what's interesting is I've thought about this over the course of my self-isolation and I think I would, because I know what to expect. Yeah. I think with the first lockdown, I wasn't okay. The majority of it, because I didn't really know what was going on. Um, and I didn't know what to expect, what my day to day would look like and everything like that. So I think that going into this one, at least I know what my days would be like, and hopefully I'd be working from home. So I'd have something to do because obviously during the first lockdown, I wasn't working. Yeah. Um, so that also, you know, put a damper on the whole situation and made it feel even longer than it needed to be. But yeah, I think I would be okay. I think that also um, I'm just going to need to find like a lockdown buddy uh, and stick to that one lockdown buddy for, uh, the majority of <laughs> lockdown for the lockdown. I just need to choose one person to one person to be my friend. Uh, in other words, and hang out with me. I mean, I'm okay. And with then that. I'm good. I mean, I'm okay with that because then that might limit the ten thousand facetimes I get from Emily and I. Oh my god! Don't even worry. They will have to. They will have to take up all, with all my attention. So. <laughs> And, but yeah, no, I think like, I've been thinking the same thing. Like I've already done this once and yeah. I feel like the first, I, I, I don't know about you, but I feel like looking back, like I feel like it flew by. Like, I feel like the first one flew yeah. by, like for some reason I was like, oh, it's like, it's, it's done. Like I can do it again. I yeah. mean, I would hate not being able to see friends. I think that's like the biggest thing. Like yeah. I'm okay to keep my bubble short, but definitely would want a lockdown buddy too. Like, but also, yeah. And like, I feel like too, like if lockdown starts like November, like maybe it doesn't go as long as it was 
go, it, it went for in the, in the spring, you know what I mean? Like if we lock down earlier, there could be like better outcomes, obviously to it, less cases, less time in lockdown, whatever else. So it's a way to look at it, but yeah, Maria, how are you going to do the lockdown buddy when you're living at home? I don't know. You can go to their house and quarantine with them. And just choked. <laughs> um, no, I mean, listen, you're allowed to have a friend, okay? I think. I, I know. I'm kidding. I think everyone, I know I've been talking about this to a lot of different people. Um, even one of my clients at my gym the other day, she's sure my age. She's like, Maria, like, I, I downloaded Hinge the other day. She's oh. like, and I was like, oh yeah, like <laughs> been on that app, not fun. I was like, I knew yeah. And I was telling her, I'm like, she's like, I'm newly single, but you know what? Like get yourself out there, like talk it out, mingle. I'm like, it's, it's like, it's never going to hurt just to talk to people. Yeah. She's like, but what do I do? She's like, what do I do if someone asks me out? And like, obviously like, listen, I'm no dating guru, but I get yeah. told to give good advice, even though I should take my own 90% of the time. Someone uh, said you give good advice. I'm dying. I do give great advice. Don't you? I give the best you advice. Give you love, you give great advice, Maria. <laughs> Thanks. Oh I do. God. I get told it all the time. People always come to me with their problems. But it's either I give you I the mean, savage. That's fair. I do. I do. I you either get the savage response or the very kind heartfelt response. Um, your response to me is always savage. I'll just be clear to everyone. There's no kind response. It's just savage. <laughs> Just because I, I love you so much, you know. I I know. All right. Just yeah. Kidding. So she's like, "What do I do? Like, do I go out on a date? This guy's talking to me. I'm really interested." Da, 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 da. So I told her, I said, "Listen, the new dates is I'm holding my love trap. I don't know why. Um, the new <laughs> dates, new dating thing is going to be walks, maybe going to a driving range until they're open. Yeah. Coffee at a park." Or you drive around. That's literally going to be it. Yeah, but like, even those dates are not socially distanced. They're not. They're not. But so, if you're, this is the thing, if you're going to pick someone you want to go on a date with, pick them wisely. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. I don't trust anyone these days. You never know. No, you never know. You just never know. And like in this case too, you never know where those people got it that we yeah. know that have it. Where do they get it? Where's the contact tracing? And right now they're, they're saying that they're having problems contact tracing people because people aren't being honest. They can't yeah. trace it to someone who's positive. Like it doesn't make the trail ends. Who's patient zero? You know what I mean? Like it's one well, of those things like, with the dating like, world. Yeah. Everywhere you go there. I don't know if like when I'm going to a restaurant, like I've always been the one to just put my name down for the entire group. Yeah. Um, but now they're getting everybody's individual names. Yeah. Oh, places now, which is very smart. They should have been doing that from the beginning instead of one person per group. But I thought that that was a thing from the beginning, but I think to save time when you get there, they were doing one person. And I just thought it was really strange. <laughs> Everyone's just lazy. I'm like, what? But okay. Going back to the, the, the dating in the second phase, I have to give a big shout out to Bumble. Cause I don't know if you've seen this, or have heard about this. Um, I personally don't have Bumble, but I know someone who does, and I and I saw an ad for it recently as well. Bumble's come out with this thing called Bumble Benches, and they're these benches that are six feet. There's a, a seat 
on six feet apart on each side of the bench and there's nothing in between and there's a sanitizing station beside it and you sit there and you have it in your state where are they i mean i think the majority of them are in the states oh my god we're in the wrong country idea. <laughs> that is an amazing idea wow well i mean that's gonna be a little uncomfortable in the winter but Maybe they'll put a, a heat bubble around it. Maybe they should just really go all heat. in and get some heaters, some blankets, switch the blankets out every single time. Some snacks. Some, person, <laughs> some snacks, you know, some hot chocolate. I mean, Bumble, we're just saying we could help you with this. Um, let us know. Um, Shout out, Bumble. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, say, well, that's a great idea. Say you go back home. Okay, you're going to go back home in the next few weeks. Uh-huh. You're going to be negative. Obviously... You are talking to people. Say one person asks you out. Okay. Are you going to go? Um, it depends who it is. <laughs> like straight up, like I no, need to take yeah. a break from dating. No, I honestly have been thinking about this regardless of coronavirus. Like I think this is the time that like summer's all fun and games. But um, now that it's fall and I'm back at work, I'm honestly so busy at work that I can't even think about my social life unless it involves you. So there's that. And like the gym, like I'm honestly so preoccupied with like the podcast, working at my PR agency, working out and honestly just sleeping. Like I haven't drank. I was saying to you today, I haven't drank in 15 days. I'm trying to buckle down. And on, the, on top of that, with like the dating portion, it's just not the time to be frolicking around, like no, going on not. dates with everyone. Exactly. So like it, when I say like, if someone asks me on a date, it really depends who it is. Um, and I'm going to have to really trust that person because I think it's like just the situations now is not, it's yeah. not good. Well, like, that's exactly yeah. like what I said earlier. It's like the girl went yeah. to my gym. I said, pick them wisely. And, and yeah. I have the same mentality. Like I, I can't be jumping around from date to date. Like obviously it sucks being single right now. I know like that's everyone's yeah. complaint who is single. Um, I was complaining about that in literally in the spring. <laughs> like in April, I'm like, I hate that I'm single. I hate that I'm single. Cause it was so boring, so boring. But then you, you had a see and then you had a hot girl summer though. <laughs> I did have a hot girl summer. This is true. It's dying. I literally. It was a fun summer. though. Before M said I need to take time for myself, I just <laughs> really wanted to put it out there. I think I told her this seventeen times throughout the course of her hot girl summer. Yeah, she did. Maybe you need to take a moment, Em. Take a moment. Take a moment for yourself. Nah. I'm like, I'm like okay. <laughs> Sick. Anyways, now that we're done exposing me, thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. But for real, honestly, like, I know this episode yeah. is weird. It's, it's not what we usually come to you with, but we just really wanted to just kind of show you, like, what's going on in our lives, the reason why we, we took a week off. Um just kind of bringing forward, like we're going to do the next few episodes on Zoom. Um, the yeah. last episode is going to be both of us are hoping that we can and that we will be together for the last episode yeah. to record it and uh, put it out there for you guys as well. But Send uh, us your questions. The last episode is about um, what you guys want to know about us and, yes. and we'll uh, try our best. Make it PG, please. PG-13 at yes. the max. Um, and we'll answer to the best of our ability um, truthfully and honestly. Yes, you want to hear all your questions 
and everything to do with us. If you want to, we want to answer them all and get you guys to get to know us. Um, yeah, we want to amp- also just like amp up for the second season. Like we're excited to um, announce that we'll be coming out with video. Yes. Uh, so you'll see more of this, but not on Zoom, hopefully together <laughs> uh, in the new year in January. So yeah, we're just kind of, we're gearing up. You know up what I was thinking know. about though earlier? So, so Em and I obviously but. were texting throughout the morning and I'm like, can we got to do this on Zoom? And she's like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, are you putting makeup on for this? Like I was, I was genuinely like, Wow, this is what it's going to be like next season. I can't be showing up to M's house looking like a rat. No. There's no, been so many times, like, I have a butt on the side of my head. My bags are down to here. Like, um, we just, we don't, we don't look, we don't look appealing. Even today, yeah. I, I brushed my hair and threw mascara on. It was like a five minute, not even three minute look. Like, it just was not it, you know? I grabbed the first sweater I saw. There's some, some stuff on my eyes. And I was like... Hello, everyone. Sweet. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what's in store for us. Our next episode's on moving on, I believe, right, Marie? Yes. Moving on. Moving on. You guys really loved the last dating. Etiquette. Something I'm not really good at, let's be honest. Something I'm doing. Moving on and letting go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so basically, um, we're going to be talking about how to move on. There's two different people right here who move on from things very differently. Very um, differently. And we're just going to be talking about breakups, moving on from friendships, the things you need to do, steps you need to go through, um, and all of that to do with that portion of the dating aspect. Yeah. Then we're going to cap it off at 15 episodes per season one. And that's it. And that's all she wrote, folks. That Thank you so wrote. much for tuning into this very painful episode. <laughs> We just, to, we, honestly, just wanted to say hello. That's what we wanted to do. It's hi. Honestly, I, I'm already concerned as to what the views are going to be like. <laughs> We're going to be like, this was honestly a waste of my time. But you know what? We want to say, we want to make sure you guys know that we're obviously still here and we, we love making podcasts um, for our, not only ourselves, but for you guys as well. So like, this is a huge part um, of us now. And it was a huge part of our year and it did stem during quarantine. So it's quite ironic that we're sitting here over zoom, um, as I'm in self-isolation and as we're going back into a second wave. Um, so we just wanted to honestly touch base and just kind of let you guys know what's up with us and basically, yeah. So that's all I can say. Well, that's it. We'll end it right there, but thank you so much again, guys, for listening and watching, for watching this on YouTube or listening on Spotify or Apple podcasts. We love you to death and we will see you and well, yeah, you guys will hear us or see us depending where you watch us from. What are the other? We'll see what the (laughs) hold. What are the other? But we love you guys. Goodbye. Bye.